Hey everybody, this is uh, Jonathan and Ashley, and this is What Would Jesus Do Right Now, our uh, Christian podcast basically showing um, our viewers and listeners how Jesus is relevant in our lives today and how we can apply the Bible to our everyday lives. And um, we have a special guest today, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Scotty Williams. Um, you want to tell me? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm the student pastor at New Covenant Church in Valdosta, Georgia. And I also do some some uh, multimedia stuff too, which is how I met Jonathan and Ashley. So, and yeah, I'm glad to be here. So, glad to have you today. And um, right now, we just want to um, say, if anybody listening, if you guys would want to give us a rate or review, you can log on to Anchor, the Anchor app, or Anchor.fm on your mobile devices, and you could send us a rate and review, and we'd be much obliged. And we also like to plug our church as well, about my father's ministry in Valdosta, Georgia. And if you guys want to reach out and listen, there's a lot of different platforms you can listen to. We also we have Anchor, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and many other plethora of different podcasts. And today we're just going to we're going to talk a little bit about anxiety and elevation, and also we're going to talk to... Brother Scotty, about his ministry and how Jesus is still relevant in our lives today and is much more relevant than we actually believe. Yeah, agreed. All right, and um, we're just going to start from the beginning. Um, how, how did you start with your, your ministry? Well, it's kind of a loaded question for me, to be completely honest with you. Um, so I, when I was five years old, I didn't want to be a um, firefighter like most kids. I honestly wanted to be a pastor. But I never knew what that was going to look like. But I, I spent, I've spent my life since a in young age. My parents were in the ministry my whole life, and but I've always pursued that, you know. So I did, I did that when I got into youth group. I was in youth leadership and worship team and things like that. And I went to a Bible school um, for a year in Texas, and it's just always been my heart. Oh. Um, youth, in particular, um, student ministry was never what I thought was going to happen. Okay. Um, but about four years ago, four years ago this past July, you know, God just really just wrecked mine and my wife's hearts for this youth group. It came out of nowhere. It was nothing that we even had on our radar, but God just made it happen. And, you know, when God does something, you can't fight it. You can't you know, you just know it's him, and so you just you just go with it. Amen. That's what we did, you know. So, yeah. Well, um, I feel like in my life, it, it was it it was, the calling was always upon me, but it seemed like it didn't fit into my personal plans. And mm-hmm. it's it, and it's great how God works, even the things that you think aren't possible in your life, or you or you don't want them to happen at the time because of your flesh. Yeah. Lord will, will bust that barrier and create mm-hmm. something in in the oddest of places. Yeah, and for sure. For, and for me, it was this podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I never foresaw myself starting a ministry of this sort. Yeah. And like you said, you never thought that this would be the church where you started the becoming a, a student pastor. And that's something that's, that's amazing within itself. And yeah. Which brings me kind of to my next question. True. The first time we met, Mm-hmm. Um, was a referral from Brother Chris Hendricks, um, yep. and it was in regards to the audio program. Yep. And I never knew what I was going to expect when I got here. <laughs> yeah. But I will just say it was pretty impressive. You know what I mean? Thank you. 
And it really opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And what I wanted to, to hear from you was how that audio and video ministry elevates the ministry within the church. Okay. Yeah, so I guess it was about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer, we just... Uh, the leadership here at New Covenant just really felt like we were not utilizing all the resources that we've been given. You know, I mean, media, social media especially, is such a huge part of almost every life, at least in our area. And we, we knew that there had to be a way to use it to, you know, to glorify God. We know. I mean, we see it. You know, we all have access to good. It's not just bad for sure, but we wanted to make sure that we were using um, every area that we could. And so very simply, we started with a um, a live stream, you know, kind of a Facebook Live type approach with a, a, a few bells and whistles. So it was a little more foolproof than okay. Facebook Live can be, you know. Um, and so we started with that and we were just really amazed with how far-reaching um, just a Sunday service can be. You know, we got word from somebody who didn't even attend our church, and they just told us, they said, hey, um, just wanted you to know I'm a firefighter, and um, every Sunday I don't get to church, or don't get to go to my home church, we play y'all's Facebook Live in, in our fire station. And, you know, to, to our knowledge, nobody that is a part of that fire station um, attends our church, but they they wanted something. They wanted to be a part of something. They wanted to you know worship with a body, a part of God, you know Christ's body. And so you know we just begin to see growth there. You know, um, there we're really still just touching the 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 top of what we can do with um, especially video. You know, video has been a, a thing we've tried to jump into, and um, I can tell you. Each video we post, whether it's we, we do different things, uh, mission moments is one of the things we do, and that's um, just showing our church body specifically who our missionaries are that we support, you know, whether they're local ministries or if they're um, foreign missionaries who we've sent out, um, whether it's that or we do another series we call Faces of Transformation, which is simply telling people's testimonies of how God met them. Um, in their time of need, and each post that we have like that, we have at least a thousand engagements. Um, now, you know that's is is largely in part, or yeah, a largely because of the people in, inside of our church that like our Facebook page. They go, they share our stuff, they like our post, and then that creates kind of just, um, it makes it explode because when other people engage, then it sends our content to all of their friends and all, you know, all of that. So um, we've just, we just know there's so, so much more that we can do. And, and we're just, each day we just take it one step at a time. And, you know, I told you um, that the way I've personally learned is through YouTube. You know, I, I use YouTube as a platform to learn and and, you know, just want to do everything we do with excellence, you know. And so we started with very little equipment. We started with very little knowledge. And we just put one foot in front of the other. And we're just faithful with what we had, you know. Amen. And uh, with using social media to expand your platform, um, actually we have a little understanding of that as well. Because, I, well, I'm, I'm not going to tell it for her. I'm going to tell it. Um. 
<laughs> I guess when, when God began to um, woo me back in, that was one of the, the areas that, um, you know, I was heavily convicted um, that my life should um, be a life that, that gives glory to God, you know, not just in, in one area, um, but in all areas. And so I'd, I began to realize early on that, um, you know, while the Bible says that, you know, from the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. Um, and I wanted, um, you know, to make sure that that my life, not only, you know, in action, but also in word, in deed, and in truth, um, all gave glory to God. And so I was very encouraged um, to just completely surrender my Facebook page um, and um, I now spread the gospel um, through my personal Facebook page or, um, you know, just little Bible verses or tidbits of encouragement or even even my struggles because I know, you know, there are other people, you know, who um, we, we fight the same battles. And it's been, it's definitely been a blessing. Um, you know, the Bible also says that God's word does not return void. Um, so I've had... You know, people even as far as, um, you know, from primarily Hindu countries um, reach out and and they're just really seeking friendship and really seeking a um, sense of encouragement. And um, while it's a challenge, it's definitely a challenge, um, I can honestly say that, that the Holy Spirit has been there to guide me along the whole way through and, and I am very excited to begin this ministry as well. Amen. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And that's a great sense of encouragement because I never thought about it that way. I never thought that Facebook yeah. or social media itself could actually promote yeah. Jesus Christ. And that's one of the main things of focus of this ministry because yeah. I never thought a podcast could be used to promote until I saw others yeah. using it as a sense of promotion, not of themselves, yeah. but, of, but of the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. And I think, you know, in me working with, with teens primarily, you know, I see how harmful social media can be, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and it, it's made me personally to where I've almost uh, come to the point of just giving up on it altogether. Yes. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, and I, you see how how harmful it can be, and you just say, well, we just need to throw it out completely. <laughs> and instead, you know, I had to really had to have a heart check that mm-hmm. if you know all of these areas, you know, you look at other other areas, you know, another big one that's just in on my heart lately is just identity, who we are. Yes. You know, and Satan's just so attacking people's individual identities and and but that's where you also can see the most breakthrough. And the areas that Satan's attacking the most are, is are also some of your biggest areas of breakthrough. Exactly. And so you know, we can we can speak to Three, four hundred people on a Sunday morning, and that is reaching out. That's amazing. We, we're so grateful for our church body we have here in our local community. But you know, to have so many more people engaged in what we're doing just by putting it out on social media that I used to think was just flat out evil, <laughs> you know. Right. But it's just whatever. Satan uses for bad can also be used for, for good. good. It's just it's plain and simple across the board. That's it, you know. And I know, I listened to Elevation with Steve Furtick. Yeah. And a lot of times, it'll be a lot recently, I'll be going through some things with personal identity and what's my place in all of this. Yeah. Or I'll be struggling with, 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 with habits and sins and things of that nature, and I'll want to get in that, that woeful depression stage. Yeah. 
and then I'll listen to his ministry and it'll be that it'll be that snap effect of okay, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Why do you feel this way? And his words of encouragement will continue to lift us up and that's the goal yeah. of you guys' ministry is yeah. to use God's word to help to benefit others yeah, outside exactly right. of your normal fellowship. And yeah. that is a that is a great encouragement. That is a yeah. great encouragement. Yeah. I, I do have a question though. Um, this just hit me because this is something that we have um, especially experienced in this last week. Um, I feel like the the more that you um, you know spread the gospel, obviously the enemy doesn't like that. Yeah. Um, and so what we've experienced this past week is um, actually close friends and and family members, um, or you know some who we thought were close, um, we've actually come under quite a bit of attack. Um, and we know, you know, that we are, we are called to share, um, in the sufferings of Christ. But what my question is, cause you know, um, what, how do you have a cutoff point for something like that? You know, because we're, we're also taught, you know, not to cast our pearls before a swan. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you personally discern between, um, you know, someone who is, literally confused about a situation or yeah. someone who's just wanting to attack the word? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. I, I, I mean, I think ultimately it comes down to it's, it's individual basis, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, when God tells you to do something, you got to do it, you know. And, and, you know, for us and my wife and I and, and our life, we've, we've, we've had a lot of different instances where, you know, people... You know, you just learn who people are through circumstances. Right. Um, you know, our our pastor here, Pastor Mike Wells. You know, he talks about how how leadership is a lonely place, and and it really can be, um, and it makes you really um, value and seek out those relationships that are deep and meaningful. You know, um, and so what what we found in our lives, and you know, we we. We're obviously on a track of of leadership as far as in a church setting goes from from an early age. You know, my wife and I, right after high school, were both seeking that out in separate places at separate times, and you know, we met um, at school. But you know, we we have kind of I look at it as circles. You know, we have people that we just have come in contact with. Um, people that, you know, we just, it's by proximity. You rub elbows. It's the, hey, how you doing? You know, how's your mom and them? That kind of conversation. And then it comes in to where those circles get tighter and tighter and there's less and less people inside of that. And as it gets closer, you know, that's the, that gets closer to those deep, meaningful relationships that we have. And so what that means is that in that tightest circle, which, you know, may not be every family member that we have even, you know, and but it's those close friends. Those are the people we share life with. You know, we talk good, bad, and ugly with those people. And it's not that I want to, I would ever, and this is something I do not ever advocate, I'm never going to be fake in front of other people, but I'm not going to put all of my business in front of everybody either. Right. You know, and that's how we've found that we, you know, um, there are certain people that are meant to be our confidant. Yeah, they're they're meant to uphold us. They're meant to be, you know, for to help us bear our own burdens. Amen. And I know that everybody 
that I come in contact with are not those people. And if they don't have the grace, if, if we haven't built the bridge, you know, um, our found, founding pastor here, Pastor L.A. Joyner, you know, he has this saying, and I, I can't do it justice, but I can give you the gist. And, you know, he says, you can't take a 10-ton load over a one-ton bridge, okay? <laughs> and he's talking specifically about relationships. If I don't have a 10-ton relationship with you, Don, Jonathan, then I can't carry a 10-ton load over it. Okay. So, you know, those people that are in that deep circle that I've built those, those, those connections with, and, and we, can, we can hash out the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I can't do that with everyone else. It takes time. It takes investment on both sides, you know. I don't know if that exactly answers your question, but Absolutely. it's kind of what made me think, you know. Because I, I believe the scenario in which, in, in which Ashley is speaking of is the fact of, um, trying to be an encouragement and help to others, yeah, but yeah. The, it's like it's like rubbing sandpaper against sandpaper. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of friction, and, and you know neither one of you going to get smooth. You're yeah, just going to get yeah. you know you're going to get dull with one another. Sure. And in in our Christian faith, it, it's it's hard sometimes to because I know the Bible says no matter what, you're always supposed to speak everything with love. Yeah, you're supposed to give out what the Lord gives you, no matter if it no matter if it comes back to you enough because it's not going to come back. Yeah, you. at some point in time. Someone's going to build on the foundation That's that the exactly Lord allowed right. you to yeah. set, and we read that today. Is that if we build a foundation, uh, if we build a foundation, we might not be the ones that builds off of that foundation. Yeah. We may not be the one that if we're the one who plants the seed, That's we might right. not yeah. be the one that waters it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be someone God other. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. God's the one who gives the increase. So, and I think too. Um, you know, one, one scripture that just really sticks out to me, and, um, and especially in, in instances like you're talking about, is you know, the Bible says they will know we are Christians by our love. It's not the words we say. It's not even the actions that we do. It's, it's, it's the love. It's the heart of everything. And, you know, I've found so many times in my own personal life that um, I don't have to say a word for people to know that I'm a Christian. And I really, honestly, shouldn't have to tell people, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Um, My goal in life, whether, you know, I'm not saying I've attained this goal, but my goal in life is to is to live a life that's so in such great communion with God himself and Jesus and that that, you know, I would be able to have that name Christian, which means Christ like Christ follower. And so the things that I do will show the love of Christ. Whether, you know, no matter what it is, you know, I don't have to wear a t-shirt or, or say it, you mm-hmm. know, but my goal is that every action I do is, is mimicking what Christ would do. Coming from, you know what I mean? Com- coming from the inside out, exactly. not from the outside And in. like you said, out of the abundance of your heart, you know, all those things, the stuff that comes out in daily life, um, even through the good, the bad, and the ugly, because we face all of it, you know, not every day is rainbows and butterflies. Exactly. But even through the bad, you know, we can still model. Christ. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad this conversation geared in this direction because it actually lines up perfectly cool. with what Peter says in 1 Peter. Yeah. Um, Let me pull it up myself. You go ahead. Okay, it's in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. Do you like to read it? Okay. Um, here we are. It says, Who through faith are shielded by God's power on until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now, for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come 
so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with his inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with and with the greatest care. Yeah, that's good. And, and that was, that's what, you know, it's like anxiety is our common response to suffering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the sufferings of life, Christ suffered for us, and he, and he warned us of, his, of future suffering. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, sometimes we, we'll get caught up when, when things don't go our way. Or yeah. Or we try to reach out to someone, they stonewall us, or we fall victim of our own, our own, our own past. And Stephen Furtick was just talking about how we hold on to things mm -hmm. in our past and it keeps us from mm -hmm. pursuing what God has for us. Mm -hmm. Because the devil's good at really tugging on your oh, heartstrings, yeah. oh, especially yeah. because for me, Satan targets my fear of the unknown. Yeah. My fear of, of this going bad or that going bad. Yeah. And the Lord's really been working on me not to be so fearful even when I do make mistakes, yeah. that he will show me the right way to do things because Suffering, suffering brings upon long suffering, and long yeah. suffering brings upon understanding, and understanding brings upon knowledge, and so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that we have to really put put our minds in, put our mindset in that even though we may suffer, God has us at the end because it said so in His Word. Yeah. That even though you may suffer now. Yeah. It, the suffering is to build your faith sure. in God because if we depend on ourselves to fix our problems, we're always going to be in problems. Yeah. Nothing will ever get fixed. But if we depend on God to fix our problems, even if the problem is us, yeah, depend on God to fix us. Yeah, that's just, that's what's going to create the faith that keeps us pushing forward to see that better day that we dream of in our minds because the Lord promised it to us. Yeah, and really, just it, how how do you see anxiety when it, and suffering when it comes to building the Christian? Faith? Yeah, well, you know, we're I, I I use this term kind of loosely. We're in the people business, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, our our goal, my goal in ministry is to help people to figure out who they are in Christ, to um, you know help them figure out their own personal gifts and talents, and help push them towards a personal relationship with God. And you know, um, I'm I'm a firm believer in you know I don't want to build a a meeting time. I don't want to build an event, but I want to build people. Mm -hmm. um, and in building people, people are people, and we all make mistakes. Every single one of us, you know, we we all make mistakes. And so there are times when when you'll invest in people, time and time and time, and and then you'll just watch as they just kind of eh, fall by the wayside almost. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know that can be really hard because you get emotionally invested in those people that you pour into, and um, and you get emotionally invested in you know anything. I mean, you know if you're doing what what God's called you to do, you cannot not get emotionally invested in it. You know yeah. it's just impossible because you know you're doing what your passion is, you're doing what you love, and so when when things are good, things are great, but when things are hard, you know how do you walk through it? You know, yeah. and you know the the scripture that I was just reminded of is. 
is in Revelation twelve eleven, and um, you know it said they overcame him. It's here specifically talking about Satan um, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, um, and they did not love their lives to the death. And, and you know I think about that scripture and I love it so much. I know that this is. Um, it's it's almost it's foreshadowing. It's talking about things that we don't can't even fully understand right now. But I, I firmly believe that every single scripture in this Bible has to be applicable to my daily life. Mm-hmm. Because you know the Bible talks about it, or God talks about the Bible saying that this word is alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword, able to cut to the bone and to the marrow. And so if the, the the words and the stories are not applicable to my daily life, then the entire Bible was might as well be worthless. Exactly. You know, if I can't apply it. So I take this word and I say, okay, I can overcome whatever I'm facing by the blood of the Lamb. Okay, Jesus Christ, He came. He was that perfect spotless Lamb. He paid that price um, when He died on the cross. What has that not covered? And I haven't found a thing yet. Exactly. So we overcome by the blood of the Lamb first, but also by the word of our testimony. And you know, I've I've been a Christian since I was five years old, and that doesn't mean I've been per- I've been perfect since I was five years old. But I've walked with God for a long time, and I've I can look back in my own personal testimony, and I can see how God has worked all things for my good, the way the Scripture says. And so I can use, and I think I have to be very intentional about that. I have to be able to go back and say, this is where God did this. Mm -hmm. No one but God could have done it. He showed up in my life. He made it happen. And I have to go through sometimes, and and instead of looking at the bad, and instead of looking at even my own inadequacies and failures, I have to say, okay, God's done this. From an early age, He he created me to do this. So even though I've screwed up or even though people have let me down or whatever's going on, I'm going to overcome by the testimony that I have. You know, so so I was, you know, I was thinking about that. There's, and it's one thing that nobody can take away from me. You know, people can argue that, that God isn't real and that the Bible is, is not truth all day long. And they may have some very valid arguments, but there's one thing they can't take away from me and it's my personal testimony. Amen. The the experiences that I've had with God, um, and the way I know He's shown up, you know, nobody can take that from me. Nobody can argue that that God did not do what He said He was going to do in my life. Amen. So they can argue all they want about other things, but nobody can ever tell me that God isn't real because I've experienced Him. I've experienced His nature. I've, I've experienced time after time again where I've called out to Him and He's shown up and in very real, tangible ways, you know, worked all things out for me. Amen. And, and that, that is something that it's, it's the, w- the way I've always seen it is that in, in order to see God's hand in your life, you have to look back yeah. and see how God has changed and has molded you. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, like, they'll see you one way and then they'll see you changed and I'm like, oh man, that changed you changed dramatically. That was a dramatic change. You no. Know? Yeah. It was something that was building. Yeah. For me, it was it was a four year rebuild. Yeah. And I'm still rebuilding because the Lord told me that once I got to the point of understanding, things were gonna get harder because I knew better. Sure. And similar to yourself, I've been I've been baptized since I was eight years old. So 
And in my younger years, I was closer to God, but as I got older, I kind of drifted away. True. And the Lord slowly reined me in, literally he spared my life. Yeah multiple times yes yeah. literally spared my life multiple times to give me the opportunity to serve him because yeah. he loves me and in order for us to see that we have to be able to meditate yeah. on the grace and his grace and mercy that way you can physically see his hand in your life yeah definitely have the actions and i know it's only by the grace of god that we're all here today that's right it's only by the grace of God. And this has been very, this has been a very powerful message. Good. <laughs> podcast. I really enjoyed this podcast. Yes. Thank uh, you so much for having me. Uh, any closing words? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it, well, um, I uh, give your, your own outro and to plug your church again, if you okay. would so please to. Okay. Yeah. I'm Scotty Williams. Um, I'm, I'm on staff here at New Covenant Church in Valdosta. And you know we we have the 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 all the outreach stuff too, or our website nccvaldosta.org. If you're interested, checking out some of the AV stuff we were talking about, you can go on and find some of that. Yeah. You guys have a social media page on Facebook. We do. Yeah, it's um, New Covenant Church Valdosta okay. is 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 kind of our I guess our handle on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. Facebook's just the easiest one. You know, <laughs> you can put the most amount of content on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have uh, at least an Instagram, but I don't even know how to work it. To be completely <laughs> honest with you, <laughs> Facebook's the one that I know how to work. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, but thank you very much for having me. It's been an honor. It's been an honor being with you today. And um, I'm Jonathan. I'm Ashley. And this has been another edition, another episode of What Would You Just Do Right Now? And if I had another moment, could you guys, anybody listening today, could you please rate and review on anchor.fm or wherever you receive your podcast? And if you guys would like to become sponsors or help endorse our podcast in any way, go to anchor.fm slash WWJDRN. That's anchor.fm slash WWJDRN. This has been another edition of What Would You Just Do Right Now? You guys have a blessed day.